What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a brand new episode for everybody, episode 96. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing all right, man. I told you I got a little sniffles. I don't know if it's sinuses. Not COVID. I took a test, man. So <laughs> test that's negative. So I don't know what it is, man. The crazy thing is, crazy thing is, like a few weeks ago, I was feeling sick, and then uh, I thought it was COVID. Then took COVID test, it was negative. Thought it was a flu, took a flu test, that was negative. I was like, what the hell could I have? Nobody knows, man. Didn't this ha- didn't this happen to you last year too? Something similar? Yeah, last yeah, last time I had a, I was like feeling sick, and then um, that time I knew it was COVID because I felt like I never felt before. I had like the super chills, like I was tired. I didn't know what to do with myself. And then I, I went, I took a bunch of the, uh, the like rapid tests. It was like negative, negative. Then I went to take the PCR. It was like, oh, it's positive. Oh, no wonder. That sounds, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So hopefully these, hopefully these, uh, these rappers don't let me down. I took the one that Tom <laughs> bought too, the, t- the one that Tom makes too. So. Oh, they're, they're, there's your problem. They're, they're always negative. Yeah. I might have to sue them after this if I, if I have COVID. And how you guys doing over there? Doing good, man. We're, we're hanging in there, you know, to getting ready for the dog dog days of summer. It's hot. It's nice. You know, kids are uh, outside a lot swimming, so it's all good. You, re- you guys ready for the move? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're ready. A couple more weeks. It's the final countdown. It's the final countdown. Have you uh, scoped out the, the food spots down there already or? Uh, a few, yeah. We hit up we hit up a couple when we were down there the last time. Uh, a couple cool spots, and uh, yeah, Michelle's got a, a list a list ready to go. So we'll check it. We'll check them off. Yeah, I'm sure that, those first few weeks would be great when you're trying yeah. a bunch of things. Oh yeah, and you're figuring out what food sucks, what what food is great. So <clears throat> for sure, that's one of the, the fun parts of uh, moving somewhere new. Oh yeah, definitely is. Or even going somewhere new, it's all about the eats. Mm-hmm. But let's get right into it, man. We got the NFL. Not too much going on. Your boy Baker got traded to the uh, Panthers. The Panthers are going to have the uh, number one and number, uh, what, three or three. four? Three. three. Yeah, three uh, uh, pick of the draft. Same draft, competing for a quarterback position. It's going to be interesting to see. I mean, Baker claims these guys are uh, good friends, uh, you know, since the draft. So it's going to be interesting to see who uh, wins out. Yeah, it'll, it'll be. Uh, I think it'll, it'll it'll be telling to see if it was really just a, an injury issue last year. Or, you know, he's just not very good. I, I guess I think we'll find out fairly quickly. Yeah, but I think he'll be playing behind the ball. He's still behind because uh, it's going to be hard for him to, to gain uh, the starting role because uh, Sam's been in the, in the position for a while. He knows the offense. But if he's able to beat him out, it's going to show um, how good he is. Mm-hmm. And then if, if he's not and he's still stuck on the bench, then uh, it's going to look like uh, how, how we all thought it looked. Exactly. But we have to wait and see. I mean, they got a good offense. They did they uh, did some change on the offensive line, so that shouldn't be their issue. They got a running back. They got a good defense. So can't really blame it on other positions. I mean, everything set us up for the quarterback. So we have to wait and see how this plays out. Yep, yep, for sure. I think I think you know with the open competition, we'll find out. Uh, you know, by the end of the preseason, where they're at. Yep, there's definitely gonna be uh, something to keep your eyes on. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there wasn't much else in the NFL. You know, uh, I think OTA start next couple weeks here. So. Football's about to fire back up again. Yep. Getting getting ready for uh fantasy football. Gotta uh, get my <laughs> gotta get my uh my mock drafts ready so uh I know who to get. Try to stay away from these injury prone guys. Messed me up last year. 
Hopefully, I get a sneak up another Michael Thomas, big Michael Thomas trade again. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it didn't help me at, at all, actually, last year. So no, it did not. But it's gonna be interesting to see. There's gonna be players like that though that are injured that you might be able to sneak and get, and then I end up trading for something big later on. So we'll see. That's the fun of the draft. Oh yeah, that's the thing. You gotta you gotta get lucky enough to pick players that don't get injured, exactly. and then uh, and then you'll win. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the kind of key to fantasy. It's just weathering the injuries and then getting the right schedule in the playoffs. It's all it boils down. And the sleepers too. I think is gonna help too. Like if you get those uh, rookies or breakout players, those are also awesome steals. And that yep. like uh, the flex spot. So. Yep, for sure. And then uh, on to the NBA. Still got Durant out there. Requested a trade. Um, looks like not much is going to happen. Se- seems like the same teams are still in the fold for him. Um, you know, they said Miami, Phoenix. I mean, it looks like Phoenix is trying to move eight into the Pacers. So I don't think any, not much. Looks like they're not really interested in him, if that's the case. I mean, uh, unless they get Miles Turner back. And then they're able to, you know, get some cap space to, to sign Durant. That's their plan, you know. I yeah, but that's, but that's the thing. It would have to be a three-team trade. Yeah. But that's what I said. They wouldn't be giving up much. I mean, well, I mean they would. They're probably giving up uh, those other role players, too, like Bridges and uh, Cam. So, on the Pacers side, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why you would trade for uh, – you have Turner. Turner's pretty much – I feel like Turner and, uh, and uh, Aiden is the same thing. Uh, kinda, yeah. <laughs> I think Aiton's probably a little bit better defense, uh, better offensively, but Turner's probably a little bit better defensively. Yeah, I, I feel like they're not really. You're not really getting uh, an advantage from swapping them. I mean, obviously Aiton's younger. Um, mm-hmm. he has more potential to grow into something better, but they both. Uh, I feel like they both have un- untapped potential that they just yeah. haven't used yet. So, um, until one of them shows up. I mean, we'll probably never know if it would be who would have, who would have got the better trade until their careers are over. So, right. And then we got Kyrie in the mix, still sitting there in Brooklyn. I don't think I don't know if he'll be moved, man. I don't know if the Lakers are too interested in him, unless they're, unless it it's just a it shit. Seem, it doesn't seem like it at this point, but you know, I, I just I, I don't know what 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 they're doing in Brooklyn right now. I mean, Durant asked for a trade, and they said they're going to move Kyrie, and it's really just kind of been silent over there. Yeah, I don't know if they're trying to get another pick or what the case is, but uh, I mean, I, honestly, I think you got to just get rid of them. I mean, they requested the trade. You want to bring in your guys, the other pieces you can get for them as soon as possible, so these guys can start building some some kind of you know team camaraderie and can be coached. So you got so you get ready for the playoffs. So depending on who they get for you know these players, is they're still probably a playoff team, but um, obviously they I don't think they'll win at all. But it'll be interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I'd like to see how this all is going to play out. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, the Lakers are giving us the – they're trying to sham us to say they want Westbrook, but I think deep down inside they do want Kyrie. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see if it's a straight-up swap for Westbrook and Kyrie or if, another, if they get another team involved. I mean, Kyrie goes to uh, L.A. and then, uh, you know, some other pieces go to Brooklyn and then L.A. sends uh, Westbrook somewhere. So Yeah, I can't imagine that Brooklyn wants anything to do with Westbrook. Uh, I don't. I don't think anyone does right now, to be honest. No, but I mean, he's also on a one-year deal, so yeah, um, yeah. that could benefit them as well. Because um, obviously, if he wherever he, it's gonna be interesting to see um, after this year. Right, right now, where he's at, like what, uh, forty-seven million. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see how much he's he's gonna be able to get in the market next year. I'm probably guessing around the ten million mark, but we're gonna have to wait and see if somebody's gonna try to pay him either, uh, too. So. Mm-hmm. Then in other news, your boy Donovan Mitchell on the block. 
Yeah, um, I was, I was kind of, you know, I was kind of not entirely shocked, but like a little bit. I thought that they, you know, we, we talked about this a little bit last last week, and 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 Mitchell being a, you know, still a young guy, um, obviously just got a boatload of picks for Gobert. Kind of looks like they're going a different direction, and then you know, saying they're gonna, you know, build build the team around Mitchell. You know, maybe you know, maybe move some of those picks for some some more established players. But then, yeah, then the rumors start flying about him being. Uh, on the block again. Yeah, so you know Danny's going to try to finesse somebody. But me as the Knicks, just, just give it up, man. <laughs> <laughs> but what what do the Knicks have to give up? <clears throat> I mean, they got a, uh, eight first-round picks, three uh, swaps. They got, uh, I mean, they got RJ. They got... Uh, but I just feel like you can only get, you can only take so many picks. And... And if if he goes to New York, like they're not going to be terrible, so it's not like you're going to be drafting. I, I wouldn't say you're in the lottery. If you are, you're in the very back of the lottery. I, I would think the Knicks will be formidable, you know, a, a yeah. playoff team. Yeah, but maybe they want the other picks because not all the picks are the Knicks picks. So, oh, I think, so, so I think gotcha. four. I think four. Four other picks are other teams, and then the I, other. Then there's other like uh, three of them are. Then there's like another three team swaps. Um, with so with like lesser teams, so like if you feel like Toronto or uh, I forget who else the other picks they have, uh, Detroit. I think they have one of Detroit and uh, somebody else. So those could be good picks, um, because those teams might not be those teams might always be in the lottery to be honest. Yeah, uh, and that's that's where Danny really makes his uh, you know, he makes his bank on those. He's really good at kind of figuring out when these teams are going to be bad. Oh yeah, I didn't. The thing is, it's going to be interesting to see if uh, if they want the players. Because, uh, I mean, they'll probably have to trade Randall to match up for the salary. And then I don't know if they're going to want RJ or uh, Reddish or... I could take, they could take quickly. Uh, he get on my nerves sometimes. He always like a little ball hog sometimes. <laughs> you liked I, him a couple of years ago. Yeah, but then sometimes, man, he was killing me man, this year, man. I, I, just, I need to... I, I, bet in, I bet on a parlay on the next game, man. I needed somebody else to score. This guy's shooting like eight threes. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> you killing me, man. Pass the ball. And then I would like for us to keep Kobe, but I mean, uh, you know, he might have to go in the trade, unfortunately. Yeah. But wouldn't be surprised if it took Mitchell Robinson, uh, or the other young um center we have. So I mean we're gonna have to wait and see how it plays out. But I mean, as a Knicks fan, I would love to have Mitchell. Hopefully, you know, he doesn't fully gut the team. Um, I would like to see him and uh Brunson uh, a little one two punch and then some other pieces help us uh, get in the playoffs. You know, New York basketball is more fun when we're in the playoffs. So, sure, for sure. Still NBA free agency out there. Not many other free agents left. I saw saw Lamarcus Aldridge out there, Carmelo Anthony. Um, but those, I'm sure those guys will probably sign once the uh, the smoke clears with Durant and everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so those guys will probably try to win the championship or something. Yeah. Yep. Hey, so what about? Uh, I, I heard this theory today. What about Durant going to Oklahoma City, going back to Oklahoma City? Uh, I think that would be interesting, but I don't. I don't think uh, as Brooklyn, what would you want for him? Right? Oh, Are you gonna, picks. Uh, just picks. Just straight picks without picks players. And maybe like a, a young guy, like a Lou Dort, someone like that. I don't know. I mean, it's possible, but I don't think. I think. Uh, I think he's. Uh, Sam Presti. Yeah, Sam. I think he's pretty much set on rebuilding it based off like how he had it before with. Uh, Durant, Westbrook, and uh, Harden. I mean, they've they've hit on most of their picks, man. I can't yeah. even front. So, I mean, who knows how those players would turn out? I don't think he wants to take that chance and trade in a possible. I'm gonna say Chet is like a Kevin Durant-ish type player, but 
you just never know how some of these players might turn out. So, yeah, no, that makes sense. I, I was a team that has the cap space, has the assets, and you know, a place where he could kind of go redeem himself. Oh yeah, but I, I just think I feel like the the brass there doesn't really yeah. care too much to have him back. I don't I don't want to say if it's pride or probably is pride, but I feel like you know they they feel like they can build it better based off of uh you know how well they uh, pick out talent. So that's fair. And then we got NBA Summer League. I know you hate it, man. I know you was hype on your Celtics <laughs> today. I didn't even watch the game. I just looked. I watched the end of it. I I, I watched a little highlight at the end. Which one? The home 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 boy at the game winner. He didn't call yeah. glass. Yeah, that guy. He almost uh, broke. He almost broke ugly, his ankle. Ugly <laughs> shot. Ugly shot at the end of the game. Banked it in. Yeah, they, they were like, and I was like, did he call a game? I don't <laughs> think so. I don't think he called glass either. I don't think he called anything. He's lucky he got the shot off. Yeah, but the funny thing is, I mean, it's not funny, but I, I don't know if he's going to make the team, like, for everybody to be so happy about that. Yeah. And if, for him not to make the team, it's just uh, just sad, man. I know. Well, welcome to Summer League. Hmm. But they're actually doing uh, trophies this year for Summer League, so, like, the team that wins, they're giving out rings and stuff, so. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see how uh, this plays out. <laughs> Not that it matters, but I'm just nope. interested. I'm just interested to see in the uh, the players that uh, yeah, like the first round picks and the other players that are uh, pop out, like the, some of the second year players that are shouldn't. I'm gonna say shouldn't be playing summer league because they establish themselves, but they're still playing summer summer league for the experience. And then some you get to see some of these players that were uh, high ranked in college or on great teams, and they kind of fall, fell to the shadows. Like you didn't even see them get drafted, or mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're on a team. So you know, hoping they make it and stuff like that. And then, um, and then your boy Banchero, man, they only let him play two games, man. So with that, <laughs> trying to keep him keep him fresh, you only get him hurt in the in the summer league. On two games, the, no. The thing was is that they took him out the game. They didn't let him play the game against Chet. Like, come on, man, you should you could at least play him like the first, <laughs> let him play the first half or something. See a little matchup going, man. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't know. I I think they're they're very uh, conservative in these these uh, summer league games. Especially with the, you know, I would say the top ten picks or so, they're just, <clears throat> I, I, I just think they, they play it, they play it close to the, to the vest here. Don't, don't want to get them too much action. Get them a little bit, and get out of there. But that's what I said, man. They could have put them at least a quarter or something, man. Yeah, I know. See, see these players go at it. I mean, otherwise we're gonna have to wait to the, the normal, the regular season. But, but who knows? Depending on injuries and stuff like that. But it would have been good to see. I mean, we got to see, we got to see Montero versus uh, uh, Smith the other night. I mean, he got the best of Smith. Uh, Smith had finally had a good game the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, chess been up and down, but pretty much what we thought uh, was true is uh, not the bulk up, man. But, I mean, he can he can stretch the floor, he can shoot the three, which is going to help him. But I mean, ultimately, I don't think he's going to be able to play all 82 games. So no, but I, th- I think this has been a, a big win for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think in the eyes of the fans, probably just to start this, I, you know. I just, you never you never know with guys like this, and, and he's looked uh, you know pretty aggressive. Uh, obviously, with the six blocks in the first night, he's scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, he, he needs to put on muscle. He's going to get beat up by by some of these bigger guys. But I, I think it was it's been a good start for him. Yeah, I do like the fact that he blocked shots. Um, yeah, kind of kind of like Matumbo ish as far as like his length, but he's still going to have to bulk up a little bit. I mean, Matumbo mm-hmm. was more than one one ninety eight. So yeah. But it's going to be great to see if, if he uh, pans out. Oh, for sure. Then uh, on to the MLB. Uh, not too much going on here. Getting ready for the All-Star, All-Star weekend. 
I mean, the Blue Jays, they fire their coach. I didn't see that coming, man. I feel like they still have a good record. They're, like, right in the mix, man. I was a little confused by that when I saw that today. I had to go, you know, check out the standings. And, you know, you know I guess they've, they've fallen off a little bit. But, you know, they're a game and a half out of second place in the East, which, you know, is probably the best division in baseball and puts you into a wild card spot. I think, what are they? Yeah, they're, they're tied. They're tied with the Mariners for the third spot. So... Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I thought that was a, a little aggressive. Maybe they they were there were some uh, disagreements going on in there behind the scenes that uh, they they felt like they needed to to get a different voice in there, which you know it happens. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure something something else is going on. We all know about that uh, ultimately ultimately led to that decision. I mean, outside of that, I mean, get ready for this uh, All Star weekend. How how are you feeling about the selections? You feel like anybody was snubbed or? I mean, there's there's always people that are snubbed. So yeah, I, I, th- I thought they did a they did a, a fair job. I, I don't think there was anything you know anything huge just, that that stuck out to me. But there's always those you know those fringe those fringe selections, right? Uh, I think baseball does probably a better job than most. Um, they do have a bigger roster, so it's a little easier. But no, I felt like that that they were they were uh, they were pretty solid. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they did a good job of uh, picking the top guys and. Uh... Different categories as far as pitching, hitting, you know, you know, RBI, stuff like that, and, rec- you know, records. It'll be interesting to see uh, how things pan out after the All-Star game, if uh, any teams get hot or cool off. I mean, the Astros are four games back from the Yankees. Uh, I don't know how. No, nobody's talking about them, which is crazy. That's what, that's, the just, one, that's the one team that scares me as a Yankees fan. They're just, they're just doing what they do, man. It's, they, they just keep winning. It's, it's really unbelievable. I know we talked about it last week, but. They they just fill these you know they lose these big names year after year and just fill them in with other people. Yeah, man, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's in that water down there, man. Or <laughs> if they still stealing signs, I don't know what's going on, man. But this is crazy. It is crazy. What do you think about the uh, the home run derby? Um, I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like it's not gonna. It never pans out how we think it is going to pan out. I think it's gonna be the one underdog that uh, wins it all. That's what it seems like every time. Who, who, who would you uh, who would you pick to win it? I don't know. I kind of like this uh, the young kid they have in here, Julio Rodriguez from Seattle. I think another another probably a favorite is, is Schwarber, just because you know he has that home run swing. <laughs> I think throwing Albert Pujols in there is like a it's kind of weird, but well, I guess whatever. It's probably his last uh, All Star game. Yeah, but no, I'd, I'd probably either go Schwarber or that Rodriguez kid. Yeah, that's what I, I feel like one of the underdogs is going to win. I feel like that's how it always is. We always expect like a, I would say like a, uh, um, like a Alfonso versus a, uh, what's his name, Acuna? Oh, Alonzo? Oh, yeah. oh, was Alonzo Acuna? Was that last year? No, no. Well, um, I'm saying like a final between. Um, oh, 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 those two guys. Yeah. Like the the bigger names, we usually expect the bigger names to be in the yeah, finals. I, I see what you're saying. But I always feel like it's going to be an underdog that pops up out of nowhere and takes it yeah i mean i wouldn't be it wouldn't be it wouldn't surprise me yeah but i feel like that's also the it's one of the best things about uh baseball's all-star weekend is the home run derby i don't think i don't think i really ever watch anything else besides that for all-star for baseball yeah of course, yeah i mean that that's it uh, nhl free agency and trades just i was just actually that's i was just scrolling through the 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 updates i saw johnny gaudreau to uh columbus yeah, I mean, it looks like the uh, the what you call it, Lightning lost some players. I saw the the starting goalie for Colorado, Darcy Kemper, left, and so did uh, Burkowski, that one of their big scores. 
and then uh, Johnny Gaudreau went to um, Columbus. So that's about the, the the extent of what I've read so far. Yeah, and I just saw these. I saw a few guys left the Lightning. Uh, but the Lightning signs of guys that replaced yeah. them, but right. these hockey deals are nine long, eight years. I'm like, damn, that's yeah, a long time. Full, full guaranteed too. Usually with no trade clauses and everything. Yeah, because some of them are good though. It's like 150, but still, that's a long time. Eight years, man. That's like uh, I feel like that's old school baseball contracts. Yeah, they are. It's exactly what they are. But we're gonna have to wait and see how this all pans out. They just getting started. And then we got the uh, PGA. We got the British Open coming up. Oh yeah. I mean, they got Rory's uh, favorite to win it all. I mean, got uh, your boy uh, Shufle in second. You know, Ram and uh, a few other guys after that. They got Tiger on the seventy-one odds, seventy to one odds to uh, win it all. Mm-hmm. Who are you liking? Who are you liking in the uh, the British Open? So Rory's a Rory's a popular pick. He plays well. He's won it. He's he's won at the old course before. He plays well there. I know he uh, has he won there. Actually, he might not have won here. Anyways, he plays well in the Open. So obviously, the thing with the Open uh, with this course, it's obviously back at uh, the old course at St Andrews. Probably the uh, the number one. You know, course for all golfers to want to go to the mecca of golf. It's an interesting course because it's not really. And this is, I think, this is why why Tiger is kind of circled this one on on the uh, on the calendar because it's not really a, a long course. It's not really there's not really any hills. It's it's uh, pretty easy to walk. The issue with the old course is that it gets hard and it gets fast. And um, if the wind is up, which it looks like it will be this weekend, not crazy, but you know, you're talking. 18 to 22 miles an hour, right? Constant wind with, you know, gusts higher than that. And it just changes. Like, the, it's it's right along the water, so the wind's always changing, uh, and it makes it really difficult for these guys. Um, and it, it's just, it's a fun, it's fun golf to watch. So, uh, but as far as who I like this week, I mean, Shoffley is a, he's a, he's a big, big pick this week because he came off, he's coming off the Scottish Open win. Last week, uh, obviously, Rory just plays well in these events. Uh, Rom, Scheffler, you know, I think the Americans get a little bit of a, a, a you know, they go down in, 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 in uh, as a favorite. Uh, they're less of a favorite because they like to play the ball, typically like to play the ball higher up in the air. So, I, yeah, I'd go Schauffele. Spieth always plays well, too. That's, that's another guy. But I like Schauffele this week. I like Schauffele, and I like Rory. And uh, for for a sleeper, we'll go uh, we'll go Robert McIntyre because he's from Scotland. Oh, you you heard it here first, man. <laughs> Make sure you lock those pop bets in now. But yeah, I mean, to see if any any of these live players can now win the tournament. Yeah, so they've really uh, they've really shunned the live players this week. They haven't given them any press time, no no uh, no uh, press conferences, and they've really given them really <laughs> shitty tea times uh, over the next couple of days. So. I think most of them are going off either first thing tomorrow at the ve- or at the very end of the day, and then when they flip the tee times on Friday, they're they're opposite. So put them, you know, in kind of either together in crappy groups or just in groups that no one would ever put on TV. So I think they're they're trying to put up a stand here. That's what it's going to be interesting to see if any of them can um, win to bring some validation to or attention to live. I mean, we heard what Tiger said. He said they're turning back. They're back on the on the. Uh, on the, I don't want to say the game, but you know the league. But I don't know if Tiger could talk, man. He got too much money, man. He got he got to <laughs> stay, he got to stay out of stuff like that. Let these guys get their money, man. Yeah, I, I but I, I get where Tiger's coming from. I don't think he he cares so much that they're leaving to go to a different 
you know, a, a, like a different tour. His issue with it is just like there's pretty much no competition. He's all I mean, he, you know how competitive that guy is. Yeah. The, fact, the fact that he's actually playing golf anymore is, shows you how competitive he is. He could have easily just said, no, I'm good. I just I'm, I'm happy I can walk again. But so I think he he's like he basically like what? You know, if you're in this in this league, like you're not even practicing. You don't have to practice. You just go out and do whatever you want to do. And, you know, you're going to make one twenty five thousand dollars. You don't have to you don't have to grind. You don't have to, you know, work for your paycheck every week. Uh, so, yeah, I, I kind of, you know, I agree with Tiger. I, so let me say this again. I agree. I don't fault those guys for going and taking the easy money. It's life-changing money. It's generational money. You know, I I don't think you can blame him. But I also see Tiger's side where he's like, you know, if you're if you if you are that competitive and you want to be that good at golf, like a Tiger or a Rory or Justin Thomas or a Spieth, you're gonna make that money in endorsements. Like it's that I think that's the part that gets him right. Yeah, you might not make it on the course, or maybe you will in in the next you know three or four years. the, The the purses will be higher. But if you're that committed and you're that competitive, the money will follow. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think people I don't think Tiger realizes people aren't as committed as he was. I I agree. I agree. I mean, he had it ingrained in, in him by his dad since he was a little kid. So, and I think that's one of the curses about being being great is that uh you can't expect, understand you can't understand why other people wouldn't want to do this. Yeah, just like yeah. Michael Jordan, like he couldn't understand why, you know. Guys weren't working on their game during the summer or like smoking, like just doing stupid stuff. Like, and it just wasn't about basketball. But I mean, not everybody's built like that, man. But it's going to be interesting to see how uh, how it all plans out once they uh, tee off. Mm-hmm. Especially if Tiger wins. Oh, man. I, I mean, if there's a place where he could win on with, with, with one and a half legs, it's St. Anthony. <laughs> it's, it's not really about hit, hitting the ball that far and hitting it the right way. Oh, yeah. As I said, we're gonna have to wait and see how things play out. If uh, people could take advantage of the field or the field take advantage of them, but it's definitely gonna be great to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, the British Open might be one of my favorite favorite tournaments of the year to watch. I just think it's such a different game, and uh, it's just interesting to see how these guys play it. And 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 uh, I I love when they're in the, just in the in the wind and the rain and the, you know. Balls are hitting and rolling out 100 yards. There was a, a video today of a guy who hit a putter 110 yards, just like from the fairway, just took a big swing at a putter and just rolled it on the ground all the way up. It's things that don't happen with courses here. Yeah, that's the that's the uh, that's the game, man. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again. We got another edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right, so tonight we're going with calzone. Don't don't make these a ton, but uh, you know I think that you can you know they're easy to make. You can put in you know whatever your favorite topics is. Sometimes uh, you know we'll do a couple of mini calzones, but today we'll do the you know the classic buffalo chicken. So take your pizza dough. You can either make it on your own. Or, or buy it. Typically, I like to buy it. You know, making it is a is a process. It's it's not overly difficult. It's just an extra step that, at the end of the day, you, you know, I don't think it makes much of a difference because the homemade the the dough you buy at the store is just just as good these days. So with the calzone, you know, pound it out um, almost into the shape of the pizza. 
and then uh, put your toppings in. In this case, you know, uh, chicken that was fried up and then tossed in buffalo sauce. Uh, typically, I like to put a little bit of a layer of cheese on the bottom and then, okay. throw, the to- and then throw the topping on and then and then top that again with a, a little bit more mozzarella cheese and then fo- fold it over, pinch it, pinch it together on the edges there. Uh, throw a couple little slits in the top to let it breathe so it doesn't just blow up in in, in the oven. And then uh, before it goes in, throw a little more mozzarella cheese on top. Now, I know you'll like that, Rich, because there's a lot of cheese there. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> when you said calzone, I thought of uh, DP dough, man. <laughs> you, couldn't, you couldn't beat DP dough. We, we, we actually had a couple conversations this past weekend over about DP dough. That was like the goal. If you missed, if you missed the wings order, man, DP dough it was, man. <laughs> But it, it would ne- never let you down, man. No. Buffalo, the Buffalo chicken calzone was on point. Uh, I don't think I ever had a bad calzone from there, man. No, I mean it was also we 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 also only got them at two a.m. So there was no, uh, it, it didn't really have any other option. <laughs> no, but I felt like I felt like it was like if it was bad, we wouldn't like True. we would have just not got it. <laughs> and and they were only six bucks, so we couldn't beat it. Yeah, I felt like we would have drove to McDonald's or something because there's always True. there's one right there. But I mean those those joints was hitting the spot, man. Yeah, especially, especially for six bucks, man. Oh yeah, they didn't reheat well. I remember we left one for Brian and he ate it the next day and he said it wasn't very good. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's because I'm sure you probably can't <laughs> you can't microwave that. You got to like put that in the oven or like the the toaster uh the, like the toaster oven. For sure, for sure. But yeah, so so throw the cheese on top. You know, basically cook until you brown it, and then depending on you know what you like for dip. Obviously, I'm a blue cheese guy, so I dip it in blue cheese. But some people will just go with the marinara. Do you feel like that was the um? That's your go-to for the calzones, the marinara, or did you like uh, any other uh, dipping sauce, dipping sauces? So I like, I actually like uh, with buffalo chicken calzones. I like to do a little bit, depending on the mood I'm in. I like to do a little bit of both. So I'll, I'll do a little, you know, I'll dip dip a piece in the in the blue cheese, and then I'll go and I'll dip a piece in the in the marinara. But typically, you know, what I did when I was younger, when I made it, when I was at the pizza shop, I'd put blue cheese in them, cook the blue cheese in with it, and then just dip in marinara. Oh, that sounds great, man. Yeah. I feel like you can dip regular pizza and marinara. It still tastes good, too. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I see that all the time. Like, you can't go wrong with with like, with like marinara. Even if you got sauce, a little more sauce doesn't kill it. Just yeah. uh, makes it taste better. Basically, at the pizza shop, we had a, uh, we had like a, just like a marinara, you know, sitting over hot water, just hot marinara waiting to go. And uh, I always have like a little cup on the side and I just take a little bit of a, uh, you know, a little bit of a roll, throw a little bit of mozzarella cheese in there and dip it in marinara. That was like my snack. It was a great snack, man. Oh, yeah. Missed those days. Well, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and then uh, what'd you guys all uh, drink that down with? All right. So we got a new new seltzer we found this weekend and, and, and picked another uh, 12 pack up. It's uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of Topo Chico. Oh, no. What's that? So it's a it's a popular seltzer in the South. Uh, I don't know who makes. It. I, I think it's yeah, Tapo Chico does make it. Okay. So yeah, it's just it's a popular sel- uh, seltzer water in the South. But now they're making hard seltzers with you know everybody else. But their flavors I thought were really good. So they got a uh, they got a margarita flavor. Oh, they're all margarita flavors. So it's like a it's they got a pear uh, a prickly pear margarita, a strawberry hibiscus margarita, a regular margarita, and a pineapple margarita uh, seltzer. So they come in at four and a half, and and they're 100 calories. I think there's only like two grams of sugar, uh, something like that. One maybe one gram of added sugar. Uh, so they're very low on the sugar, uh, but the flavors is really good. I know a lot of 
you know, a lot of people like the True Leaves or the White Claws. I think these come in a, with a little bit more flavor than that, with less, a little less sugar or fake sugar, whatever it is. My favorite so far is probably the Strawberry Hibiscus one. Pretty tasty, but I think all of them, all of them have their, uh, you know, I think all of them are pretty good. The pineapple is great. The classic is good. Prickly pear one's a little interesting, but not bad. It's a little, I feel like it's a little bit sweeter. But overall, I, I think it's a good, it's a good pickup. You know, as far as seltzers go, I'd probably throw it like a, I get like a seven point six. Oh, it's not bad, man. I yeah. feel like I'm, a, I feel like I'm gonna pick up some, uh, <clears throat> like, uh, I'm trying to find the, uh, the one I sent you earlier, the, um, oh yeah, the, uh, the yeah, the simply one. I got a barbecue this weekend, so probably going to try to bring those. Sip on those for a little bit. Well, if you can't find the, the Simplies, then grab the uh, the Topo Chicos. I'm going to add that to the list if I can't find those. I really want to get the... Uh, <clears throat> which one you told me first? The, um, oh, man. Oh, the, the Jameson Ginger Ale? So, yeah, that one. Yeah. I'm trying to find that one. but So uh, there's going to be any of those when I find them this weekend. So. All right. It's definitely going down. And then uh, that's JD's Bites and Brew, everybody. And then for the uh, BRRs, not too much here to cover. I mean, the boys finished up. Great season. A little plot twist at the end. No one to give it away. Definitely want to check it out, but a great show. One of uh, Amazon's best shows, like I talked about before. You know, I'll probably give this season probably an 8.5. I mean, I mean, it, dis- it doesn't really disappoint. It gives you a good mix of action and the comedy. As far as like the like dark comedy, you know, stuff, people dying and stuff like that. Then it has the serious side to it, but it's not it's not like over comedic where you know they're uh, like trying to force the jokes down your throat. But it's more so more so on the drama action side, and they do a good job of uh, depicting the heroes as as humans, so to say, like showing their human side. Great show, like I said. And then outside of that, there was uh, Westworld. I mean, I don't know why I'm still watching the show, but it looks like they're finally getting getting into it. Now it's getting confusing because they're showing all these different timelines now. So I've got to really pay attention. But, you know, I'm trying to trying to finish what I started, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like, you're like pot committed at this point. Yeah. And it's not many things are on Sunday. So, you know, it gives me a little something to watch. And then, um, I mean, we got the old man still going. Did slow down, like Tom mentioned before. But I, I couldn't see it getting too much action anyway because the guy's super old. Like, how many, you can't have him, like, uh, doing Jason Bourne type stuff to people based off his age. I mean, the the physical aspect uh, wouldn't make sense, you mm-hmm. know, if he's still able to beat people up like that. I mean, he's not Steven Seagal or Chuck Norris. So, but overall, still a good show. Definitely something you want to check out. Checked out uh, the Thor, the new Thor movie. Love and Thunder took my mom, my mom's to see it. My mom's a rough critic, man. But see, yeah, what's, t- what's the, mo- the Big Rich's mom review? She'll probably give it like a six or something, like a 6.5 or something. She she said uh, it's definitely something you could wait for it on uh, DVD. She wasn't too happy about it. She th- she just thought it was okay. I mean, it has, it has a little funny moments. It wasn't too much action. Not, not that Most of the action was really towards like the end. And it, it wasn't really like a long action scene, so to say. It wasn't like a, it wasn't, uh, it's hard though when you watch these Marvel movies because you're going to compare it to, you know, um, like Infinity War, stuff like that. But you could tell it's going to be time for Marvel to, I mean, this phase is going to get us into the new, the new boot of the new characters. And I think once we get into that new boot, it's going to give it more life. And then the fact that, uh, you know, Thor is a guy, like the gods, the gods are not really as strong as they look. So maybe if we got to see more of the gods fight, that would have been kind of cool. But the gods are pretty much old and fat and out of shape and resting on their, uh, their morals as gods. So 
I mean, they'll probably bring in another god to fight uh, Thor in the next one. I don't want to give it away, but uh, I mean, it's just it was just okay, man. I think if uh, I thought the I thought the Guardians of the Galaxy would be more in the movie, but they weren't. They're just in there for like the first fifteen minutes, and then you pretty much you get Thor. Uh, I don't think Thor can really carry a movie by itself these days, so to say. Okay. But like overall, like I said, you can wait for it on uh, DVD. I didn't think it was better than uh, the multiverse. You just got to get through these movies to get to uh, what's coming up next. I mean, next they got Black Panther. We're going to get to see the uh, Ironheart in that. And then uh, Namor, which is like uh, Aquaman. But Namor is actually a mutant, but I don't know how they're going to play it. I don't know if they're going to say he's like a um, powered by God or if they're really going to say he's a mutant. But we're going to have to wait and see how that happens. And then uh, next year, we're going to start getting... Closer to closer to the Fantastic Four and then the X Men, which are all what we all been waiting for. So, mm-hmm. still waiting to see who they cast for those roles. Well, I mean, we know who's going to be Mister Fantastic. They haven't announced, uh, you know, Human Torch and the Thing and all those guys. And then uh, when they start casting for the X Men, announcing who they cast for the X Men, and then uh, of course waiting for Blade. Uh, he was the guy that kicked it off. So. Then outside of that, I'm looking forward to that Ryan Gosling movie on Netflix. I know it's coming on the movies first, but that one looks good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I mean, that's the Dave Chappelle special. I don't know if you saw. It. It's like 40 minutes. It's about it's pretty much his acceptance speech. You know, at the, at his uh, academy that he went to school at. Good. You know, told a few jokes. He just he just does a great job of uh, you know commanding the audience. And I don't know I don't know what it's just something special, man. You know, something somebody got it and. That talent, and they use it. I mean, he does a great job with it, man. He does. Never, never a dull moment with him. And then outside of that, I mean, they, they announced uh, Emmy nominations, uh, some of the categories for comedy. Uh, I was looking at some of these shows. Uh, some of these shows I never watched before. And for comedy, <laughs> they comedy got Abbott's Elementary. That's a great show. Definitely check that out. Barry, I've never seen. Curb, I've seen before. Hacks, I never watched. The Maisel, I forget what it's called. Never watched that one. Only Murders in the Building. Never watched that one. Ted Lasso Watch was a good show. Recommend that one. I like. I think that's one of Apple's best comedy shows. And then What We Do in the Shadows. Never watched that one. So ultimately, I would like to see uh, Abbott's Elementary win. Uh, out of these other shows, I really couldn't tell you uh, who would win. And then for the drama, I mean, they got Better Call Saul. I still didn't watch that show, man. I feel like I feel like I refused to watch it because you know you, we watched Breaking Bad and it should I be watched- over. I think I watched it for a season and maybe less than a season. And I just like, I don't know. You're right. I think I was like coming off breaking bad. Like, ah, I can't do it. Yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe I got to give it another try. Well, give it a try. Uh, but I feel like I'm, I'm going to betray breaking bad if I watch that show. So that's why I don't watch it. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, they got euphoria, you know, we watched that. Oh yeah. Um, Ozark is in there. Severance. I haven't watched that. You know, I hear some good things about that show as well. Squid games. That's another one. Stranger things. Another one. Succession's another good show. Yellow Jackets. Okay, I don't think they should win though. But I mean, this is a jam-packed drama category. I don't know who could, I don't know who will win this one, man. It's gonna be interesting what what show wins for best drama. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's it's a good uh, it's a good category. I, I mean, I'm probably go Stranger Things, but I can see any one of them winning. Yeah, that's I, w- I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset if any of these shows won outside of outside of Yellow Jackets. They better not win. Yellow Jackets sure. better not win. But <laughs> everything else, I'm fine with winning. Um, yep. All good shows. Definitely want to check out. And then uh, for the limited series, they had a dropout. Didn't see that. Dope Stick. Saw that one. That one was good. Inventing Anna. We saw that one. Still couldn't believe how she finessing people. Then it was the Pam and Tommy. Uh, I felt like I'd seen that story too many times prior to it uh, coming out. And then the White Lotus. I didn't really like the White Lotus, but uh, I felt like they snubbed uh, 
The Maid. I don't know if you remember that on Netflix. I do, yep. Uh, that was a limited series. I thought that was great. So it'd be interesting to see who that wins that one as well. Yeah, that's another tough category. Oh, yeah. And then um, I don't think that was I think that was it, man. I don't think I had anything else. I just started watching uh, Boardwalk Empire. Oh, that's a great show, man. Yeah. So we're uh, like six episodes in. Yeah, man, that was a great show. I felt like that was the show after The Wire that was uh, yeah. that kept HBO rolling. Yeah. Before before uh, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And then we got Game of Thrones coming right around the corner too, man, in about a month. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a wild uh, winter. Well, fall, <laughs> fall and winter for sure. So, get ready for those cold, those cold days, Rich. I actually like the cold, man. I keep the windows open when it's cold. I know, I know. As long as it's a nice breeze, keep the windows open. You get your little blanket under the fireplace, man. You be good to go. Sounds delightful. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. Until next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast give y'all something to ride out on.